I'm doing my uh, long recordings on Patreon now just because uh, that information, these sort of hour recordings or whatever they happen to be, is uh, it, it only appeals to a, a certain a certain group of uh, of star seeds. Um, you know, the, the, the magnetics and consciousness and navigating and uh, diverging realities and things like that. Um, as you can see, there's 22, 22 people on, uh, in, you know, subscribe to the podcast. So the podcast is going to be lighter. It's going to be, um, more mainstream. And I, and I see this with, uh, other, other channels on YouTube that, uh, just didn't address the hardcore stuff. You know, it was more the, the, um, the basic stuff. And, and that's okay, it's fine. There's only about, there's a couple of thousand, not even uh, super hardcore wide awake people on the planet right now. And uh, maybe about 144,000 um, awake, you know, awake uh, teachers. And, uh, and then there's, you know, a, a, tr a larger number, a much larger number um, of people who are leaving 3D behind. About half, I would say. The other half are choosing to go um, by way by way of the fear, um, the, f the fear-based reality, creating from a lower frequency. So, just to be clear, for simplicity, obviously, the fear-based reality is is more animal instinct, and the um, the awake reality is coming from a frequency of experience through many lifetimes of reality that brought us into levels of compassion, um, wisdom, one and the same. So we've experienced enough that we don't want others to feel the pain simply for our own personal benefit. It, it doesn't feel good anymore. It's, it doesn't fit. Half the world is okay with it. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is why it's, uh, there's a lot of pressure on star seeds, light workers, call them whatever you want. Um, star seeds just being beings who, um, incarnated here from other civilizations. And we all have really. There are some people that, uh, are new to the experience of Earth though, who, um, they don't have a high level of conscious awareness. So the star seeds, I guess I call those, you could call them old souls have been for Earth. Uh, there is no time, you know, in, in the truth of reality. But there is when we play the games, all the world's a stage. Shakespeare was awake. Um, I did a video on him a long time ago. But the state of affairs currently, um, we are either tying our focus of consciousness to the fear-based reality, or we are putting it on a, uh, a more awakened stage. <clears throat> and um, even though we don't have the big picture, even though we don't feel supported, we, um, we are holding in neutral as the divergence plays out. And uh, this is important. This is the eye of the needle, the calm in the center of the storm. 
seemingly blind in our experience of physical reality, but not blind, coming from a state of intuitive awareness or higher self or um, innate consciousness. I don't know how best to describe it, but uh, in one sense we are dialed into a bigger picture, and that's what we can feel, what we feel inside. And in the other sense, we're stuck in the drama of 3D, which is more of an ego-navigated experience, that of self-preservation, competition, fear, survival, things like that, animal instinct. Animal instinct versus love. Oh, it's all a product of love, a low-level awareness. So here we are. I'm not paying very much, if any, attention to the news. I'm not even sure that it's news. I'm not sure that you can look at it as anything except insanity. So I'm just, I'm just not paying attention to it. My intuition says continue to lighten my um, physical load of things. I have a gym bag of clothes left. My equipment is for sale. My audio-video equipment that I used to uh, do uh, interviews. I was starting to do interviews and drone footage for tourism and tourism marketing uh, in a unique way that allowed uh, the tour operators, or just basically people, not just tour operators, but any tourism, restaurant, doesn't matter, or even regular store, to uh, sort of update their goings-on um, from their own computer in a sort of uh, just a very busy tourism website. It was actually unique. It was quite unique, self-updating and uh, community-oriented. But, you know, obviously that doesn't work in, in a system where, you know, the newspapers and the old systems, the old, the old marketing systems, uh, people, the old boys club, uh, they don't like that. They don't want, uh, they don't want to see th that sort of mentality out there. They just want total control. So it didn't work even though it was the busiest going. But all of that equipment, um, full-frame cameras and lenses and audio, you know, the uh, high-definition, or the HD cams and mics, and it wasn't a lot. It's just a cannon bag full of equipment. Uh, I held on to it because it was also good for real estate and doing home tours and things like that, which I like that part. I don't like real estate selling homes and stuff, but uh, I did go to school to study it in order to bridge... Because it was impossible to be an entrepreneur. I kept being attacked. My company kept taking hits, and I just I couldn't afford to take them. I needed to be an, under an umbrella, so I thought, oh, I'll do real estate, take what I know in marketing to that industry, and uh, which included even doing online. Where I was, nobody did any sort of AdWord ads or you know the Google ads or anything like that. So I just put, put everything on the table, and it, it didn't help. It didn't do anything. Every move I made just backfired. The old systems threatened and kicked and screamed. They didn't want to lose control of, of their uh, 31,000 trading population in the Yukon. So they band together to make sure that the company wasn't supported. Um, and that's just the nature of it. I'm not crying or anything like that. It's all over now. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. I did some you know, 360 home tours and virtual tours and you know, on the computer. It just had everything going. Uh, it was a lot of fun. So I kept the equipment in case I would go back. But unfortunately, because of the reality shifting, uh, what was happening with contracts and some of the important work where things were changing. And so I would think something was done, and it was done, and then it wasn't done. Or something was signed or on a contract or whatever. 
or customers would just lose their shit on me for some reason. And there was no rational reason why. It was just darkness, people under stress in real estate, uh, lashing out, getting pissed off. Uh, and just a whole lot of reality shifting because that's obviously I was in my career and my reality was blowing up as that divergence played out. So uh, when I thought about, you know, what do we do now? I thought, well, you know, what I could do is maybe connect with real estate and just do the home tours. You know, I understand license to sell. I just don't want to do that. But all the creative side of it, I could still do that. And, um, and you know, and I could still, and I started to have that flashback experience of things not working, of um, changes. In other words, when I thought about going back into the corporate world to do what I did, I noticed things around me changing again in that way where I did that, but it's not done, or this screwed up. So life seems to be pushing me out of that world. Um, and so the simplest thing was the T-shirt stuff. And I actually um, put half of that equipment up for sale, which was, uh, you know, a vinyl cutter and a, a, um, a you know, what do you call those, stencil cutter, all that stuff, the portrait cutters. Uh, it's just a blade. You can put in graphics and it'll cut it out and you can use it. So I'm getting rid of all that. All that's going to be left is an airbrush and some airbrush paints. Uh, basically a very slimmed down kit you just do by hand. And I may do that, I may not. Uh, but the bottom line is it's simplicity. Charcoal pencils to draw on a t-shirt, paint it, no other equipment. So it's, it's a very simple grab-and-go package um, and a very small little compressor. So. Again, scaling back to basic stuff, recognizing that I can't go back to my old life. It's going to eject me again. I can't play with the uh, with the other people, you know, in that world. At least not yet. And it's not for me anyway. I think, I mean, I've been told that basically I will be teaching the teachers. So, um, you know, this kind of stuff. Well, not this stuff, but the hardcore stuff. Telepathy would be one of them. Dealing, you know, connecting with ETs and... Learning from them, sharing the knowledge. Uh, also, I've been working on. I would put this on Patreon. I'm uh, seem to be plugging Patreon here, but it's just the nature of the way things went. A lot of people are leaving YouTube. A lot of people can't afford to sit there and just sort of chat all day. They have to have uh, this sort of mutual support back and forth. I enjoy doing a little bit of uh, podcasting. I enjoy doing the Patreon for people who really want to understand uh, or share information back and forth at, at a level of sort of that sort of deeper level of, uh, of uh, metaphysical insight. But, um, yeah, we were talking about magnets and its impact on conscious or not consciousness, but on the world and how consciousness is similar, things like that. So working on, uh, you know, growing foods, using electromagnetic field repatterning, and, um, and that applies to, to life as well and reality and timelines that we experience. It's all to do with the frequency of consciousness. So where I'm at these days is, uh, I'm in a state of nothingness. I don't have an attachment to anything. There's no spark uh, to light a fire. And it, that's this the song. I can't even remember the singer's name because he pissed me off. He got political. The boss. <clears throat> and he also, uh, what's the other part that he sang? Uh, Gotta have a spark to light the fire. I can't even remember. I used to know. I mean, yesterday I knew because it was in my head playing over and over. Um, and I'm tired and bored with myself because I'm bored with, uh, with all of this. It's a, it's a big divergence and we're working on it together. So tired of being stuck in it, but that's what we're here to do. Um, this ability 
to uh, hold neutrality seems to be the super skill or the super power because um, that's the key to letting go of the past and not limiting the future. So I just try to stay in neutrality. Every little thing that goes right for us, which are just tiny things that back in 3D I wouldn't even have noticed it would have went under the radar. But every little thing that goes good for us, uh, it's like a gift. You know, it's, I, I don't know how to explain it, but I think either things are so neutral or they push against us so hard as star seeds in the darkness as we move through this transition that we just don't get a lot of light. And I, I don't understand that exactly. We should be very supportive, but I think the support that's going on right now is still the, the healing of the past and leaving it behind, the releasing of the relationships, the letting go of the expectations, the releasing who we thought we were and what we thought we wanted. Essentially, it's the clearing out of everything. So in that sense, we're being supported, obviously. But it's long, it's taking a long time, and it can be scary or minimally tired and bored with myself. It can just be so boring, you want to not be here. Um, but anyway, these, you know, when little things do happen, um, considering how much time and energy and effort we put into holding the light and holding balance to see that other light workers, including my own way, ourselves, face uh, huge issues, health, finance, relationship, life in general. And, uh, you know, some of it does play out to the ability to leave a timeline to leave a you know to leave a frequency of time behind, where people think you're dead, but you just moved into a different frequency of reality. Um, you know, it all plays out for a reason. But it, I think it's the problem for me is how long it has been taking. So every little thing that goes good that doesn't go unnoticed, and all of the bad or all of the sort of darkness around it, uh, I don't focus on it. But it's like it's swirling around; I can't touch. I don't drop myself into those frequencies. Something that was I was discussing today again on Patreon was to, just to do with the resistance. You know, um, we're we're here to go with the flow. Uh, you just want to keep going with the flow. Don't let life um, push you around. Well, what I mean is, don't let your don't let yourself feel you're being pushed around. When the roadblock is up, go somewhere else. It's a message. Go somewhere else do something different. So anyway, that's where I'm at. I'm looking at a, a wall <laughs> in the corner of the hotel room here of packed suitcases. For some reason, at the last minute, the apartment or the hotel room we were meant to go in had water damage, and so they have to fix it. So we're here for another month. And again, it was a last-minute thing, so I have to wonder, that's interesting. I wonder why. Why would life direct us not to move into the other one? Maybe it's a shittier room. Maybe we need to be in the brighter room. I don't know. I haven't seen it. But... Uh, now we're, you know, again, living out of suitcases, literally, because everything's packed away. Um, I used to do a lot of recordings, uh, three a day, up to three a day. And I don't do them anymore because all of the epiphanies that came through a lightning speed nonstop for the last few years have come to the point of full awareness and understanding to that point of reality, uh, the understanding of reality and shifting and diverging. So we, we must be at that, uh, and I feel it, the energy has changed from intense to not so intense, but I feel an emotional distancing going ongoing from the past and this sort of echo of everything here. 
So, and this is what I got into in the Patreon stuff was the Echo, just all that kind of stuff. But essentially, um, you know, I'm, I'm just sort of floating in that in-between space still as you are. And uh, just allowing life to be whatever it's going to be. Now, my focus, uh, my van seems to be sold. Um, it's a pending sale. So that is putting me in a situation where I don't have to be tied to the government system quite the way I was. And uh, it frees me up because we're living in a place we don't need a vehicle. It frees me up to, um, I just want to be free. An innate, an incredible push and drive to be free. That's where I'm at. And uh, we're getting closer and closer. There won't be much left. Again, I think, you know, it's just a gym bag full of clothes, a laptop and a phone to do recording on. There's really nothing left after that. And, you know, a small kit to, to paint T-shirts, but uh, like a small small kit bag to paint T-shirts. And that's it. So I'm not sure. Once I get to that point, I think different starseed lightworkers are getting to the point where their lives have come to as clean as they're going to get, as clean as you allowed it to become, as free as you've allowed it to become, as disconnected, on and on and on. Regardless of where your health and finances are, you've, you're coming into this sort of uh, stripped-down version of everything. And once we get there, and we seem to be very close, to, at least I do, and I seem to be, um, you know, I'm, reality is a reflection of what's within, and I'm sharing that reality with others in the same spectrum and frequency. So we must all be very in a very similar position where our lives are stripped down, including the passion, right, for doing for a future, which relieves us of expectations of the future, as long as we don't fall into the fear of having no passion, no direction, as long as we can send the neutrality, that we're very close to this next shift and stage of the awakening, which I believe must be, uh, from what I understood, where the star seats begin to step into doing what they're going to do. If we're stripped down, essentially naked, in the eye of the storm, um, there's nowhere left to go but into, or up, right, but into the next um, iteration into the next uh, frequency shift, uh, you know what I mean, into the next um, manifestation of consciousness. Like, that's the divergence, is it not? Have we not diverged once we've left everything, once we're stripped down? I believe it is. So I'm expecting big changes pretty soon. By the end of, um, I would say by the end of May, and I'm not just throwing that out there. That's when I think everything is done in my life. Everything is stripped down. There's really nothing left. That's when we're in the new room. That's when there's no van. That's when my equipment will be gone. I would suspect I don't need it. Um, I'm being selling pretty cheap right now. I never really used it just for a couple of projects. Um, so it should be gone. And so really it's all very stripped down. And I'm not, you know, connected to any kind of news or media. I'm not on Gab uh, very much. I'm not on any social media. I'm, um, I'm really just in my own world these days. I want to leave it at that. Um, I won't be back on YouTube. I just want to be clear about that. I won't be back. I have a channel there I could post um, that, uh, you know, because I had another one. 
and I, I just don't want to be there. I, I don't I don't want to support any of that. And those days are over now. I think we need to move into what we came here to do. My focus would be teaching, being able to be supported teaching in that sense, which is a perfect, uh, this is perfect, doing the podcast and Patreon, and then essentially working within the community. I did put a, a classified ad up in the local, you know, online classified ads to work with people or groups uh, towards understanding the nature of reality, but I haven't had any inquiries. One, I had one saying that they're aware that what I was talking about was real, but of the 1,100 people or whatever in the local community that have read it, I haven't had a, a single connection, and that's because they're not awake. They're not aware. They're, they're completely removed from all of this. That seems weird, doesn't it? What we're aware of, what we've experienced, and the rest of the world sleeps, and that's fine. That's good. I would rather be in my own version of reality, as I always had, was and was aware of um, since I was a kid, really, than to be asleep with the drones. At this stage, I'm just very aware of it. So it is very interesting. I'll try to do more, more recordings, but I don't want to put recordings up if I have nothing to share. And I don't want to get into the hardcore stuff that I do on Patreon. Uh, here, it should be more light and fun, so I'm, I'm not... You know, I'm, I'm, I don't think I'll go on and on about Patreon every time I do a recording, but you should be aware of what I'm doing. All 22 people. It's interesting. That's what 12 people on Patreon, 22 people here. That's 36 people out of the over 1,100 people that were on YouTube. Um, and, that, and that's beautiful because, I, you know, there's so many subscribers on all YouTube channels that they're just not even there. I mean, there's only 250 to 350 people that ever listen to the videos. I realize some people listen and others don't, and it changes and work, you know, changes around. But I would, I would hazard to guess that there's just a ton of people that subscribe and just never, never listen, never go back. <clears throat> so don't let the subscriber count fool you on any channel. When I really took a look at things like who was really listening to the Mandela Effect specific channels like Money Bags, you're looking at 40,000 people, right? Um, and that's after you know that that's the peak of it 40,000 44 42 whatever it was that's not very many people awake you know I mean that, that his YouTube channel is accessible by pretty much anybody uh, except for the countries that might block it <coughs> excuse me but then you know there was other channels that had a million but they only did one or two uh, Mandela effect vi videos on a very busy channel so when I really took a look at it it really was clear that there's only about 144,000 at the most that would be multidimensionally aware. And of those that were you know, multidimensionally aware, look at all the ones that went sideways, like the religious folk figured it was Satan, or the conspiracy, sort of fearful, the extra fearful. I'm conspiracy aware, but the extra fearful went, oh, it's going to be the hydrant, hydrant? I can't even say it anymore. I used to know it, all that reality shift. Um, the large hadron collider, I guess, uh, was causing, you know, this and and for demon and bringing demons into the world or shifting reality and all this bullshit. I'm not sure what other groups there were out there. Those that saw it but didn't believe it, maybe I don't know. But the point is that there wasn't that many that truly understood that what was happening was the physics of consciousness was was at play. That we were becoming more aware of reality and timelines. So there's not that many of us out there, brothers and sisters star seed family it is quite interesting isn't it um, it's what really drove me and motivated me to do the youtube stuff but all that changed and it's supposed to this is cutting back in that sense of 
it's ripping things away that need to not be there as we move forward. We can't be tied to the past anymore. We really have to stay in the now. And so, and that now is, is an ever-changing um, relationship, right? It's uh, because we're in the peak of the shift of the diversions. So that now really is the center of the storm. It's a very small world. It's a very small um, focus. It's a coherent, very sort of intense consciousness focus in the moment rather than being distracted and diluted and uh, um, sort of spread out over a bunch of things that, that are of the past that are of a very small scope of reality because there's many different versions of the past. Same as uh, with the future. Being worried about the future simply ties you to those timelines. Uh, okay, so let's not get into all that again. I'm going to leave it at that. And I'll, again, try to do one a week or, I don't know, I don't have a schedule or a quantity or a quota really anywhere. Uh, but I'm I'm probably, I don't even know if I'll share any of this stuff on Gab. I'm not sure. You know, I like the simplicity of of just the podcast and Patreon. We'll see. I might put a link up on Gab. It doesn't hurt. Let's leave it at that, and I'll talk to you later.